Welcome to the Art of Mortgage Marketing Podcast, where you'll learn the secret sauce, what it really takes to build a thriving mortgage business doing what you love, without relying on cold calling or annoying realtors. And now, let's join your host, Doran Aldana. Hey, what's up, everybody? Doran Aldana here, coming at you with another kick-ass episode of the Art of Mortgage Marketing Podcast. And today we're going to talk about the top seven ways to automate your mortgage business so it runs like a finely oiled machine in your absence. The top seven ways to automate your business so it has the ability to set you free as opposed to just enslave you. So it literally is a business that runs in your absence like a finely oiled machine. Imagine that, a business that actually sets you free. Novel concept, right? (laughs) So today we're going to be talking about uh, some technology automation that you can put in place. One of the things that inspired me to do this is I just came off a one and a half hour uh, training with my Seven Figure Lender Academy members, and we dove deep into setting up systems, policy procedure protocol, automation, campaigns, triggers, Uh, using CRM technology so that they can be more automated in their business. So they don't have to think about it. It just works while they're not working. And it got me thinking, hmm, I wonder if it would be valuable, meaningful, and worthwhile to you guys to do a podcast on this. So here we are. And some of you may be rather untechy, if I can call it that, techno-challenged. And so one of the questions we should probably touch on first is, Why bother with systems and automation? Well, obviously, it goes without saying you need automation to have your business run without you. You need automation to have your business run like a finely old machine in your absence. You need automation to build a business that sets you free versus enslaves you. And you need systems that undergird your business. Otherwise, you just have a glorified job trading time for money on the time for money treadmill. And you've probably heard of Robert Kiyosaki in his book, The uh, cash flow quadrants, easy for me to say, the cash flow quadrants. And so there's four different quadrants. Okay. There's one quadrant where you're an employee. There's another quadrant where you are self employed. There's another quadrant where you have a business. And there's another quadrant where you're an investor. Now, an employee, you have a job. You're trading time for money and you're working for someone else, right? That's obvious. Now, the S quadrant, the self-employed quadrant, is someone who has a business, but they don't really own a system. They own a job. They have a glorified job, and they're still trading time for money. Maybe they have more freedom, more autonomy, more independence, but it's still a glorified job because if they don't show up to work, they're not getting paid. If they don't show up to work, their business isn't really a business. It falls apart. So that's not a real business. That's a self-employed individual. Now, the B quadrant, B for business, means you own a system. You have a system that undergirds the business so that you don't have to be there. You don't have to be the chief cook and bottle washer wearing all the hats, doing everything yourself. You don't have to show up to work to earn income because it's undergirded by systems, policy, procedure, protocol, and team so that it runs in your absence. That's a system. So you own a system. If you buy a McDonald's franchise, for example, you own a system. Sure, you've got a higher grade help, but it's undergirded with 
proven policy procedure protocol. There's a franchise system that you're purchasing. That's why you're paying big bucks to buy a McDonald's franchise because it's tried, it's true, it's got a brand, it's got goodwill in the marketplace and it's undergirded by system, okay? So that's the B quadrant. Now, the final quadrant is I, I for investor. That's where you take your profits from your business and you invest it. So your money is working hard for you and so you just working hard for your money. That's how you build true wealth. That's how you can have your business fuel your rocket towards prosperity and financial freedom by taking that profit and investing it in various different assets, not doodads. Doodads are things that are consumer acquisitions like a car or like, you know, the next whiz bang gadget or gizmo, but it actually is a depreciating doodad. It doesn't actually increase in value. It decreases in value and it sucks the life out of your financial freedom because it gets less and less valuable over time and it doesn't produce cash flow. So we want to invest in assets to produce cash flow that build wealth. That's the big idea there. So if you haven't read The Cash Flow Quadrant from Robert Kiyosaki, definitely recommend it. Brilliant book. He's got some fantastic books. That's just one of many. But it's all about having systems that work while you're not working. So you're building a true business that sets you free as opposed to enslaves you. Now, truth be told, most mortgage professionals don't have a business. They have a glorified job. They have a practice. Now, you might be saying to me, if you're south of the U.S.-Canadian border, Dorn, I'm a W-2. Of course, I don't have a real business. I'm W-2. I pay, get, I pay tax just like an employee. Yes, but you can have a business owner mindset and set up policy, procedure, protocol, systems, and team so that you're milking it for all it's worth in terms of maximizing your freedom, accelerating your speed towards financial freedom where you can step away and you can have seven days a week of Saturdays where you don't have to work a single day. You work because you choose to, not because you have to. That should be everyone's goal in this business is to build a business that sets you free so that you don't have to work. You choose to work, but you don't have to work because you have assets and cash flow and passive income that keeps coming in even if you don't work another day of your life. Isn't that the ultimate goal, right? But we want to be able to do it in a way where it's fun and it's fulfilling. And so we're connected to purpose, living with purpose, on purpose, and we're loving the journey, which means we're building a business that does not enslave us. And so a big part of making that happen is systems and automation so that you can be liberated, you can be freed up to do what you do best and get the best to do all the rest. It's about you dancing in your strengths, operating in your circle of competency, your zone of genius, so that you're spending more and more time in your zone of genius, the stuff that lights you up, gets you getting out of bed with pep in your step and sparkling in your eye. So things that ignite you and excite you that are your zone of competency and genius. Okay. So again, that's another reason why we want to have those systems in place. So you're not bogged down by the minutia, bogged down by those battery draining activities that suck you dry. You know what I'm talking about, right? Living in paper pushing prison all day, every day, sitting in front of a computer screen, knowing every minute you're in front of that computer screen, it's draining your battery. That is not a life living on fire on purpose. That's a life getting drained every day in the minutia. So that's why we want systems. Now you might be thinking, 
Dorit, I get it. I totally want more systems, more automation, more technology, but I'm not techie. I'm a bit of a tech tard and I get in my own way in that respect. Well, I can appreciate that. That's a big reason why clients hire us is so they can get out of their own way because where the, they are weak, we are unique. And so where they have their kryptonite, we have our superpower. So that's the symbiotic you know, alliance that allows you to get out of your own way because you don't have to have all the answers. You don't have to have all the skill. You don't have to have all the know-how. You just need to know what needs to get done. And you can have other people in the right seats of your proverbial bus moving towards your dreams and goals. And you just sit in the seat that ignites you, that fires you up, that gets you feeling delighted and excited every day, that gets you feeling charged and energized every day. And then you get other people on your team in their respective seats on your bus operating in their unique zone of genius. And chances are those are areas where you are weak, where you are weak, they are unique. So you don't have to be techie. You do need to know a certain amount of skill, a certain amount of clarity on what you want to accomplish. You need to have some marching orders so you know what needs to be done but you don't need to be executing at all. That was a huge learning for me. I remember I was transitioning from one CRM to another about a year and a half ago. And you'd think I would have known better by then after like, you know, 13 years on the front lines of capitalism, coaching and training entrepreneurs and salespeople, you'd think I'd know better by then. But even at that point, I had the proclivity to try to do everything myself. I had the inclination, the gravitational pull to think I need to know all this. And so you can imagine learning a new technology, especially a CRM, it's freaking overwhelming, right? There's so much to learn. I'm banging my head against the wall. I'm pulling out my hair and that's saying something because I don't got much hair to spare, right? So it was frustrating. It was, I'm getting sweaty palms just thinking about that, that week of hell of me banging my head against the wall, trying to get all this technology stuff set up, all these zaps and Zapier and you know API integration and trying to get it all to work and it's not working and I'm grinding and I'm gritting my teeth and I'm white knuckling and it freaking sucked. And then it just occurred to me, one of my colleagues who's part of a mastermind program I was in, I was paying like you know 100K per year to be part of this high level elite mastermind for elite level entrepreneurs. And she's like, what are you doing? What are, you, what are you thinking, Doran? Sometimes we need people in our lives to rattle our cage and wake us up. And that was one of those moments. She's like, what are you thinking? Why don't you get someone to do this for you? I was like, well, how am I going to get them to do it for me if I don't really know what to do and blah, blah, blah. And I had all these excuses. But at the end of the day, she was right. I was like, you're exactly right. And it just occurred to me, I had a guy that I'd hired like several, several months ago who was a complete techno propeller head. By that, I mean, he was like Yoda smart at technology. And I'd completely blanked and forgotten that that's his zone of genius. And so I reached out to him and I said, can you help me with this? He's like, yeah, absolutely. Well, that was like the saving grace for my sanity. Let me tell you, it was a game changer for me. Ever since that learning experience of delegating that shit that I hate doing to someone else who loves doing it and it's easy for them, it was like, wow, lesson learned, never again. So now anytime I need to set up a new Zap through Zapier or I need to set up a new CRM or I need to do some kind of techie stuff, I just send it to Sergey in the Ukraine. I mean, this guy's on the other side of the world, but it doesn't matter. And he gets it done quick. He gets it done right. 
and it gets it done without me having to mess with it, which is the most important thing. My battery is still high. I'm at a 10 out of 10. I don't have to worry about my battery draining because I'm messing with stuff that I don't like doing or that I'm not good at. So let that be a lesson for you, my friends. If you're not good at techie stuff, guess what? You don't have to be. You just need to have someone on your team. Business is a team sport. You don't have to be the guy trying to play post on the basketball team. If you're only four foot six or five foot three, that probably is not going to be a good position for you, right? You probably want to be point point guard like Muggsy Bogues was or Spud Webb was, right? You don't have to try and play the post position if that's not your forte. It's a team sport. So I hope that helps to alleviate some stress around the technology for you. It was a game changer for me. So let's talk about the seven ways you can automate your mortgage business so it runs like a finely oiled machine in your absence. Okay, the first way is lead capture. Lead capture. I can't tell you how many mortgage professionals I talk to. They don't have a institutionalized method to capture leads. They just like write it on a piece of paper or they put it into a, you know, if at best they're putting it in an Excel spreadsheet, sometimes they'll put it in a CRM, but then once they put it in the CRM, there's no long-term nurture or it's only, you know, for a few weeks and then they drop that person like a hot potato once that initial campaign runs out. So the key thing you want to have first and foremost is an institutionalized way to capture all your leads, whether they come from you, come to you online on your website, or whether they come to you through a referral from a client or a referral partner, you need an institutionalized way to capture their data, their name, their email, their phone number, the source, where do they come from? Were they referred by Mary Sue, your realtor? You want to be able to track that so you can have reporting on exactly how many leads, apps, and closings came from every single source of business. Why would that be important? Because you can't improve what you don't measure. And you can't affirm, affirm and appreciate what you don't measure. So it's important to measure it so that you can affirm and appreciate and reward the positive behavior of referrals from your clients, referrals from your referral partners. And you can track scientifically what's working and what's not working. If you're just doing caveman tracking from the dark ages with an Excel spreadsheet, it's going to be really hard to track that. You might have it on a big list, but how are you able to discern the data and actually discern what that data is telling you in terms of how many leads are coming from which source per month, per quarter, per year? Chances are you're not going to have that kind of uh, illumination of the data through an Excel spreadsheet. So that's the first thing is we need a CRM that allows you to systematically capture leads as they come in in real time. And then you can track all your notes of your conversation with them. You can track everything that you covered on your initial discovery call. So everything is housed centrally in one data point source, one dashboard. You can track your journey with each person from suspect to prospect to prospect to closing to closing to a brand ambassador who sends you all their repeat and referral business to become an evangelist for your business. There's a client continuum that takes them through that journey. You need to be able to have a centralized location to track that journey, keep track of your last conversations and all the things that have happened along the way, the thread of communication. Does that make sense? So that's the first thing is lead capture. Okay. If all you do is do that, you're going to be ahead of at least 90% of other mortgage professionals who are completely asleep at the wheel when it comes to this. Now, the next item way to automate your, your business is lead nurture. So it's not enough to just capture that lead. We got to nurture it because 
everyone's going to gestate at a different time frame. Some, some of them are going to gestate right away and you're going to convert them right away. They're going to have a, um, you know, a uh, agreement for sale. They're going to be ready to fund within, you know, 30 days potentially, right? Other people, you're going to need 60, 90 days or beyond, maybe three, six, nine, 12 months before they fund. So we've got to have a system to nurture them in their own gestation period and to be building that top of mind awareness, to position yourself as the go-to mortgage pro, to add value and advice and counsel, to position yourself as an expert, to keep that conversation and connection alive. Because if you don't have a nurture campaign and you just drop them like a hot potato, if they don't respond to your, your call after two or three calls, and all of a sudden you just drop them like a hot potato, chances are they're going to get poached by your competitors who are more persistent, who are more resilient in the face of you know, them not responding. See, persistence beats resistance and the fortune is always and always will be in the follow-up. So it's mission critical you have campaigns, not just short-term campaigns, but long-term campaigns. I can't tell you how many times I've talked to mortgage pros and they have a campaign that lasts like three weeks. And if nothing happens, they just drop them and they're just a dead lead. They're just dead to them and they move on. They're leaving a shit ton of money on the table because they don't have a long-term nurture campaign that stays in front of them at least once a week. If all you did is stay in front of them once a week with, for example, a short, punchy, value-added video that's sent to them by email, for example, they just click the link to watch and then they're getting more advice, more counsel. They're getting reminded that you are the go-to mortgage pro, that you're the expert, that you're their trusted advisor that you're their champion and their advocate. And then maybe once a month, you're sending them something by direct mail. See, that kind of long-term nurture puts a hedge around them. It puts an iron cage around them so they don't get poached by your competitors. So when they think mortgage, boom, you're the only logical choice. There is no other choice. Everyone else is a distant second choice. You're number one choice. So that's mission critical is we need to have that long-term nurture campaign that's automated. Just set it and forget it, okay? If you don't have that, you're leaving a ton of money on the table. I can tell you that right now. We want to have long-term nurture to your prospects, to your clients, and to your referral partners. If you don't have that long-term nurture, you're leaving a ton of money on the table. You should be getting two to three deals per month in the form of repeat and referral business just from your past clients and prospects. So for example, if you have a hundred past clients, you should be getting two to three deals per month. That's black belt level long-term nurture. If you're not getting that in the form of repeat and referral business from your past clients, I'm telling you what, that is a significant financial hemorrhage. And the best way to really get connected to the pain of that so you do something about it is push it up for a decade. See, if you're leaving $100,000 a year on the table in your database, that, that hurts. But if you 10X it, now it's a million. That really freaking hurts. That's what I call positive pain. It's that blowtorch under your buns that gets you to decide enough is enough. No more. I freaking had it. I'm done with leaving all that money on the table. I'm done with hemorrhaging all that financial prosperity that I could be giving to my family and for my future. And that's what it takes to really rise up and do what it takes to fill these holes in your marketing bucket. So the next item I want to talk about in terms of ways to automate your, your business is pipeline management. You need to have systems for managing your pipeline. I recommend something like Flowify. 
for example, that manages your pipeline from the initial conversation all the way to, you know, application to closing. There's obviously a bunch of milestones in terms of documents needed, ordering appraisal, et cetera, et cetera. And you need to manage and keep track of all that for every single client. It's difficult to do that if you don't have a software to do that. So something like Flowify allows you to do that. And you need to be able to have a system for tracking that. And then, of course, have your team. Ultimately, once you get to the point where you're doing 10, 15, 20 plus deals per month, you want to be able to have an LOA or an ops manager who can help you manage that so you're not having to manage all the minutia yourself so you can rise up and ascend beyond dealing with all these loan level issues every day so you don't have to be wearing your fireman cap every day putting out fires all day long because working in your business will make you a living working on your business will make you a fortune and if you're only spending two to three to five hours a week working on your business that'll keep you in stagnation mode we want to spend more and more time working on your business and less and less time working in your business. To do that, you need systems, policy, procedure, protocol, and team. And so pipeline management is just a tool to help you fulfill consistently. How is it that McDonald's has a 40 plus billion dollar annual revenue stream and it's run by pimple popping teenagers? How is that possible? I'll tell you how. They have systems that make it so easy that even a, a you know half brain monkey can manage it, right? That's the kind of systems you want to put in place so that there's checklists, automation, and systems. So that as long as a half brain monkey follows your protocol and systems, they can deliver a first class, world class experience to your client. That needs to be your goal if you want to build a business that sets you free. The other part of automation that you want to put in place is milestone communications. So there's milestones from the initial contact to closing and beyond, right? There's the documents that are required. So we need a system to automate the process of collecting those docs, right? There's a announcement of approval when they get pre-approved. We want a system that automates that process. The more manual human effort you're having to do at each milestone, it's grinding your train to a halt because now what happens if you want to go away to Hawaii with the family for a couple of weeks? Now you're managing all that crap from the hotel room because you don't have it automated. That sucks. While your, your spouse and your kids are frolicking in the pool, enjoying parasite, paradise, par, not parasite, but paradise. You definitely don't want a parasite. That's for sure. While they're enjoying paradise, you're in this air-conditioned room grinding in front of your freaking laptop because you don't have that automated. You want to be able to be in the moment of magic with your family, frolicking in the pool with them because you have all this automated. So all those milestones from collecting docs to congratulating them on their approval to you know having it be a funded deal and so on, and then even milestones beyond that, like their birthday, like their annual mortgage review, on their mortgage anniversary date. Those are all milestones you wanna have automated as part of your CRM trigger campaigns. So those need to be automated as well. That's a really key piece. Now, the fifth way to automate your business is tracking leads by source. I alluded to that earlier when we were talking about, uh, you know, actually having a system for capturing leads. So this is very much inextricably linked with that because if you don't have a system to capture the leads, chances are you don't have a system to track them by source. 
So when you capture the leads, here's a big problem I see with a lot of mortgage professionals is they might have a CRM, they might be tracking their leads, but they're not tracking them by source. That's a big problem because now you don't know what's working. You don't know what's working. You don't know where the lion's share of your deals are coming from. You don't have the ability to pull a report and see where your deals are coming from and the conversion rates for each respective source. Because if you're spending an inordinate amount of time, for example, with Facebook leads, but only 10% of your business is coming from that, why would you spend so much time in an area that's giving you such a little reward on your time and energy and effort? That juice is not worth the squeeze. But if you're not tracking it, you'll never know it. So it's important to track your leads by source and have a system to make it easy to produce those reports. How many leads came in this week? Where did they come from? How many apps came in this week? Where did they come from? How many closings came in this week? Where did they come from? You can do the same thing for month, for quarter, for the year. And to be able to track that gives you lucid ability to pivot if necessary. If you're noticing you're putting all this time, energy, and effort and money into something that's not producing fruit, you pivot. You say, okay, this is not working. Either I'm going to try a new iteration so I can get it to work, or I'm just going to cut my losses and focus on something else that's more rewarding and fulfilling. Does that make sense, guys? So that's a key piece of the puzzle as well. The sixth way to automate your marketing is post-closing campaigns. Post-closing campaigns. So that's where we have a long-term nurture. It's kind of similar to you know, your lead nurture, but a lot of times people forget that lead nurture is not just the first three weeks, the first three months. It's long-term. You want to have long-term post-closing campaigns like the birthday call campaign, the annual mortgage review campaign. You might also, once this COVID crazy is over, you might want to reactivate an annual or a biannual event where you have a barbecue or you have a movie night or you have something where it's an actual client appreciation event. Uh, You want to have different types of campaigns. Maybe there's one to send a, a, a thank you card to your client um, after after closing with a gift. Maybe once this COVID crazy is over, you send the gift to the workplace with a big plume of helium balloons so they're forced to rave about you to their colleagues all day long, right? Maybe you're sending a appreciation gift or thank you card on Thanksgiving. Notice those are all post-closing campaigns to build that connection to make meaningful deposits in that relationship bank account so that they stick to you like super glue. They send you all their repeat and referral business. They become their, your evangelist, your brand ambassador. So you don't just want happy clients. You don't just want satisfied clients. You want to create evangelists for your business, brand ambassadors for your business. To do that, you can't just meet expectations. You've got to engineer and systematize your business to exceed expectations. And that's what these post-closing campaigns are all about. Now, last but certainly not least, the seventh way to automate your business is to have a system for realtor attraction. Now, you're already, chances are, doing purchase deals where there are realtors on the other side of the transaction. Some of them are duds, some of them are studs. Some of them are, 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 are whiners, some of them are winners. Some of them are chumps, some of them are champs you obviously will have a pretty good hunch, just a gut check hunch and intuition as to whether or not there's someone you want to be working with after you do a transaction with them. 
Were they cordial? Were they fun? Were they cool? Were they appreciative? Were they easy to work with? Were they no drama or were they a lot of drama? Were they someone that energetically you align with? Were they someone who showed up professional and proficient with a energy of excellence? That's the kind of person you want to work with. You need to have systems and campaigns to plug someone into that attraction campaign to invite them to a Zoom meeting if you're in COVID crazy or after COVID crazy, get together for coffee or a bevy of some kind. And so you need a campaign, you need systems for that. A big part of the reason why mortgage professionals struggle to attract realtor partners is that they don't have systems for it. They're just flying by the seat of their pants, winging it, hoping that eventually, you know, if they throw enough yogurt to the fan, something's going to stick. That's not a good business plan. That's not a good marketing strategy. You don't want to just be winging it. You want to have a tried and true plug and play turnkey battle tested system that works while you're not working. So that is another key piece of the puzzle. Another big thing I see out there is, you know, you see all these quote unquote marketing experts and mortgage coaches who are telling people to go and cold call the same 40 freaking realtors every Monday. That's definitely doing it the hard way. That's caveman style marketing from the dark ages. Why not use some technology to automate that process so that the cream rises to the top and you're only talking to the people who are hot for what you got? Why grind and do it the hard way, sifting through all that chaff when you can have a chaff sifting machine doing all the chaff sifting for you in advance. And then you just pick up the phone and talk to the people who are already pre-cooked, pre-tenderized, predisposed to say yes and hot for what you got. That's called intelligent marketing. That's called strategic marketing. That's called intelligent inspired action using technology and systems. So again, that's another thing you want to be automating is your realtor attraction. If you're not doing that, you're definitely doing it the hard way. Now, if you're listening to this right now, you're like, Dorn, I totally dig this. I love this. This is opening my eyes to all the areas of leaving money on the table. It's opening my eyes on where I really need to step up my game with my technology and my systems. Frankly, Dorn, this is not my area of genius. This is my uh, area of weakness. I need help with this. Can you help me? The answer is, I don't know. I don't know how coachable, committed, resourceful, and decisive you are. I don't know if we're the right fit, but what I can tell you is let's get on the phone and see if indeed we are the right fit and if I can help you. But before we do that, I want to set a few criteria just right up front. Number one, you need to be a residential mortgage professional, not commercial, not just doing reverse mortgage or something like that, or not just doing hard money. It needs to be a residential mortgage loan officer or mortgage broker where you're getting paid at least 80 basis points and you want to be and you're committed to earning at least an extra $100,000 in the next 12 months, at least if not a multiple of that. And you're sick and tired of doing it the hard way. You're sick and tired of getting in your own way. You're sick and tired of being your own bottleneck. And you're ready to break through and step up and create a life of abundance, a magical life of abundance, where you're building a business that sets you free as opposed to enslaves you so that you can give your family the good life and to be able to have that magic every day, doing what you love, doing what you do best, getting the best to do all the rest, living life on purpose with purpose. If that's you and you know who you are, I invite you to take advantage of a complimentary breakthrough call by booking a call at mortgagemarketingcoach.com forward slash apply. Now here's what's gonna happen. We're gonna get on the phone for about an hour. We're gonna have a real talk, honest conversation, perhaps more honest, more real, and more clarity inducing conversation than you've ever had in your entire career. 
We're going to lift up the hood on your business. We're going to look at what's working, what's not working. Where are you now? Where do you want to be? And if we can help you bridge that gap between where you are and where you want to be, by all means, I'll show you how and what that looks like. But if not, if not, I will be the first or my consultants will be the first to advise you to pass on our services. Either way, though, you'll leave the call with massive value, massive clarity, and chances are we'll even have some fun along the way. Sound good? So if that sounds meaningful and worthwhile to you, and you are indeed defiantly committed to creating a breakthrough in your business, particularly in the purchase market, because rates are going to go up. It's not a matter of if, it's just a matter of when. You want to preemptively and proactively hedge your bets against that so you're not caught with your pants down when rates go up, scrambling to recoup that lost revenue. You want to build momentum in the purchase business now. You want to hedge your bets so that you're least and last affected by market downturns, not first and most. And you want to be able to build more consistency in your pipeline, more consistency in your cash flow. So you're not worrying where your next deal is going to come from. If that's you, book a call, mortgagemarketingcoach.com forward slash apply. Let's just have a chat and see what we can do to help you. So there you go. We just talked about the seven ways to automate your mortgage business. So it runs like a finely oiled machine in your absence. I trust you got some value, some new distinctions, some healthy reminders and a good kick in the ass to make sure that you've got some positive perturbance, a little bit of a cage rattling experience, perhaps, with a, a healthy kick in the ass and some tough love to get you guys stepping up your game when it comes to automation. It may be uncomfortable. It may be inconvenient. It may stretch you out of your comfort zone. But who said winning was going to be comfortable anyway, right? Everyone wants to be fit, rich, and happy. Most people are fat, broke, and unhappy. Why? Because it freaking takes something. It ain't comfortable creating a champion life. It ain't comfortable creating a winner life. It ain't comfortable creating a magical, abundant life. That's why most people never achieve it. So it's time to get comfortable being uncomfortable. We eat that shit for breakfast all day, every day on Planet Prosper. Where we roll, how we live is we eat that all day, every day, and we turn it into opportunity. We're not concerned about discomfort. We eat that for breakfast. We're comfortable being uncomfortable. That becomes our new normal. And every single time we step out of our comfort zone, we're getting stronger. We're getting better. We're, we're building more acumen, more skill, more wisdom, more muscle. And that's how we eat our competition for breakfast because our competition wants it to be comfortable. We're like, hey, that's not how we roll. That's not the champion's way. The champion's way is we get comfortable being uncomfortable. We step into the best version of ourselves and then we keep growing. We keep expanding. We keep building more muscle such that it's the thrive path. It's the growth path. It's the abundance path. It's the path where every single day you're standing under the spout where all the good stuff pours out the peace, the joy, the power, the prosperity, the abundance, the freedom, the excitement, the passion. That's the life I want for you. But you can't have it if you're more committed to your comfort zone than you are to conquer. So you got to be committed to doing whatever it freaking takes. That's the way of the champion. All right, my friends, thanks for hanging with me. My name is Dorn Aldanik coming at you from the Art of Mortgage Marketing podcast. If you want to learn more about how we can serve you to your breakthrough, book a call mortgagemarketingcoach.com forward slash apply. Be blessed, y'all. It's Thanksgiving week south of the U.S.-Canadian border. May this be a week where you marinate in how blessed you are. 
Marinade in how highly flavored and favored you are. Marinade in all the gifts and talents and abilities and all the exquisite, lavish favor you have on your life. The attitude of the gratitude is the pathway to abundance. So may you marinate on that. May you let it soak into your core. Be blessed. And we'll talk to you again soon. Peace.